There is a form of multimedia entertainment beyond that which is good. These games are as vast in number as they are terrible. They dwell in the dark recesses of history, unearthed from the pits of the bargain bin. These are the games of horror. This is Garbage Game Night. Welcome to Garbage Game Night, the podcast where we find bargain games and try and figure out, hey, why, why aren't you retaining your value like a copy of Super Smash Brothers? Why, why can't you sell me a copy of that for under $45, GameStop? It's been out for like three years. What, what are we doing here, you know? <laughs> But what about a game that drops into the range of like a dollar or two? Does that reflect its actual value? Does that mean it's a bad game? Well, tonight we're gonna try a bargain game and see if it's a delicious morsel we can dig out of the trash can or not, and we're just wasting everyone's time. So I'm gonna need some people to show this game to, and uh, let me introduce the panel that we have here this evening. Tom, how are you doing tonight, Tom? I'm, I'm doing well. Coming off a, a hot win of, uh, of Risk Legacy. Um, oh boy! Word. I just got to uh, found my own continent, which wow. I uh, lovingly named Curb Stomp, which is spelled K-I-R-B Stomp. Uh, <laughs> mm. And uh, our flag <laughs> is a Kirby being crushed by a boot, and uh, Kirby just kind of smushing out of both sides of the boot. It's yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, beautiful. Uh, Tom has an obsession with. Uh, beating my character in Super Smash Brothers, Kirby. <laughs> and uh, he has gone as far as to get it permanently inked on his body, uh, yeah. a Kirby being stabbed with a link sword. So that is true. <laughs> I don't know. You you tell me. You tell me what's what's normal <laughs> here. Uh, <laughs> really, yeah, really me naming, <laughs> like, naming it on like the board. I'm just enjoying a game. I uh Tom, Tom's taking it to a different level. The risk level, legacy but, thing uh, was not that extreme, considering I have it tattooed on my body. Not <laughs> at all. <laughs> not at all. Um, I hold on one second. Just put a put a. How can I? There's no way for me to boost my. Um. Okay. And Frank, how are you doing tonight? Uh, I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. just okay. You busy <laughs> busy day. You, you oh. rushed. You rushed back to back yeah. to the recording base. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, I was uh, I was, I was supposed to be uh, putting a cat door into a door, and I was like, you know what? I kind of like the door that we had between the garage and the kitchen that we're gonna put the cat door in. You know, I don't want to cut a big hole sure, into it. Been there. I want to I want to yeah. swap doors because mm -hmm. I hate the door that goes from the garage to the outside. And so I'm, I'm switching doors, even though it's not. The obviously, I've made a huge mess doing what I already did, <laughs> and then I had to put the door. The old door back on the garage door, so the cats just can't uh -huh. like run out because when I had the garage open, you know what I mean. So it, it's a oh yeah yeah. Anyway, uh, so, so you're doing pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But All right. Yeah, I'm here now. Well, so. that's that's good. I like like to see a little bit into Frank's world. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a, it's a mess. And finally, Fredo, welcome back. It's your third time for our. For our all star Fredo, who uh, Twitch streamer, all star. This is, oh. a, this is like a crossover episode for us, you know. Oh yeah, man. Uh, thank you. I'm glad to be back. I mean, I I had to do I have to do the cross stream before. I I, I don't know. This mm -hmm. is a big 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 uh, opportunity for me for being doing oh, this yeah. stream with you it's guys. It's a cross self promotion. Yeah, for sure. Exactly. So our thank huge you. audience, your huge audience. It's just two worlds merging. They said it could never happen, but look at us now. You know, Dude, <laughs> we're on the top of the war, baby. 
<laughs> the scheduling alone was just a nightmare. Ah, uh, our people talking to your people. Yeah, it was it was a whole thing. Yeah, dude. Um, Quickly, Chris, your uh, your Instagram uh, post for this the uh, raccoon with the eat trash live uh, live fast eat trash. Or? Yeah, I is that a t shirt? Yeah, it is a t shirt. Yeah, I've actually think, seen someone with that in real life, but I I would like I, that t shirt. Yeah, I think we should collectively get wear those t shirts. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh, like oh, like yeah. buy one and share it, or no, like a sisterhood of traveling pants kind of thing. Oh like no, 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 sisterhood of traveling pants. Like shirt. we all we all get it, and we pass it from one to another, and each time we wear yeah. it, we discover something no. about ourselves. No, no, oh, I don't, don't want to discover anything about <laughs> um, you more than what <laughs> I for that reason. That I left I'm inside out. of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's much too intimate. Yeah, just let's all wear the same shirt. It'd be cool. Okay. All right. Um, okay. Well, briefly, let's let's talk about the last game we played. It was Pure Farming 2018. Mm. You know, any any additional? <laughs> that is true. What, what is, that is true. <laughs> that is the last, last game episode? that we played. I did you did, did you watch us farming, Fredo? Wow. I, I did not. You, you know why? Why you can because... farm in Colombia? Oh wow! Yeah, dude, yeah. you can farm no. hemp in Colombia. I think I think I, I think I told you that, Fredo. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You, you yeah, told yeah. me, and you. What, what character? What character wouldn't you guess to guest star in this game? Mm. Who, who's who's the best <laughs> farmer you know? Wait, this is not related to yeah. Colombia. Yeah, no, uh, yeah. or it could be. It's not, yeah. but it could be. If your answer is not Thanos, uh-huh. then you're wrong. What the uh, hell? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we had we had a, we had Thanos, and he could ride a bike in the Batmobile. Oh, it wow. was a yeah, nice turn of events. I mean, he's in every um, universe. Is it's beautiful, <laughs> even in Colombia. Even wow. in Colombia, Frank had him in Colombia. <laughs> he was trying to learn how to how to farm hemp with him. Yeah, yeah we have hippos and Thanos. So, yeah, I cannot ask for more. <laughs> I guess beautiful. I guess, I guess he creates a whole new meaning to getting half baked. Yeah. 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 But the no. half, you know, with no, a, a snapping. No. no, that was a real nice. half-brained joke. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that game was, you know, what can you add to a farming game? It took, it was like what four or five steps to farm a field. Tom did the first step that took about twenty-five minutes. It was slowly driving up and down the field, and that's. Um, that was the pure got farming to, experience. Got to know. ninety-nine and had to hunt down the one percent. <laughs> that one percent that was left, yeah. But yeah, that's that's not what I want personally out of a game experience. But uh, you know, that's for you. I was wondering more. I, I don't know if you are doing any sort of like uh, comparative rating scale of all of the games that we've ever played. Actually, be kind of interesting to do that. I've thought about that a lot. Like just like a running bar of like what is the most good and most trashiest game ever yeah. to be on. That'd be kind of a fun task. Yeah. But um, are you saying you want to do that because? You're digging yourself yeah, up. I, I, Tom, as I Tom's said, always yeah. really passionate about HTML editing, you know? <laughs> thought, Nothing he loves more than dynamic, spreadsheets. Uh, you know, dynamic um, graphs. But that is, I, I do, uh, I am curious about it. But anyway, my point was just that I think that pure farming was, at least for me, I think it was pretty highly, good, got a good score, you know? Yeah, it did what it, it promised, you know? Uh, yeah. What can you say? Yeah. Uh, okay, well, quick uh Quick update for GGN news. Beep, 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 beep. 
Uh, we don't really have any news. There's there's no real news, but we've got a Twitch and a, a YouTube, and you can find us on garbagegamenight.com. Uh, there's lots of information on all the episodes we do, and you can find everything on garbagegamenight.com related to us. If you found us on Steam, uh, I'm, I'm, that might happen now. We've got a curator page. You can follow us there. You can see uh, reviews and stuff of games that we've done, which is why I mentioned whether you wanted to do that, Tom, because I've been going like to all our past games and writing quick reviews, and I've also been commenting on... Because in our comments section, like user reviews, we pull some from Steam sometimes. And I've been commenting on the, the reviews that we used, like, hi, we used a review in a podcast about this game. You can find it here. Um, I imagine that if anyone finds us that way, they like very excitedly listen for when we quote them. They get to it all the way at the end and they're waiting yeah. for us to like talk about the review and like reverence and awe and how well written it is and how well thought it out it is. And it's just Tom doing a super nerdy voice mocking them and we're all like, what an idiot. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> no, at least we don't, we do, don't do racially offensive voices here. <laughs> Not any those get edited out. You have to, you have to follow Twitch for that. <laughs> But however it is that you found us, uh, thanks for checking us out, and let's start talking about this game. So, you know something that I've mentioned a lot on this podcast, uh, especially when we're talking about mundane games like Pure Farming, is that games ought to be weird. They're video games. You can do anything in them. Why not stretch the imagination? And I think that uh, we can agree that uh, I think, every, well, Frank and Fredo, you were both here for one of our favorite games that we played on GGN was... Uh, it's been a surrealist experience steeped in an incredible amount of lore. Game done by a sole Ukrainian developer. I'm talking about Tomato Way. Oh, uh, yeah. After Tomato all, it is, is the, it is the only I way. am the <laughs> most jealous of missing that exact episode. Oh, you weren't in that episode. That's right. But you saw no. it. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And then I was playing with you and we got to speak to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I felt like the biggest asshole I've ever felt like. Because you weren't there. Yeah, you didn't get to play yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> I like, I just like showing up for an interview and they're like, he's like, hey, you, you like the game? I was like, I, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I saw you. I saw you play it. I saw you play it. And the guy came into the thing. But yeah, I wasn't. Well, that's right. The, when I was when I was playing through all three of them. That's right. Yep. You were you were watching me play that. Yep. Well, in the uh, since Frank, you were the only one who we did the stream with, and you were watching this part of it. Yeah. If you remember, before we fought the scientist cucumber, Frank, um, in the second level, there's this big like tableau on the wall, and it's this weird surrealist painting, and we didn't know what it was. Um, I think later we may have, uh, like in our Discord group or something, said what it was. It's a it's a painting. It was one of the panels from a, a piece by Hieronymus Bosch. It's called The Garden of Earthly Delights. It's this it was thing very here. Alarming. It oh, is very yeah. alarming. Um, it's a famous oh. surrealist piece. Um, and the panel mm-hmm. is to the right. It's religious themes. But this is like, what in the world is going on? Very, mm-hmm. very abstract and surreal. Yeah. Um, it's, a, it's called a triptych because it's in three pieces across a panel board. But it's a, it's a famous surrealist piece of art that's been subject to many interpretations. And I think... It's very impressive, although it's no tomato way. But the reason that I bring it up is that the developers of this game specifically cite Bosch's work as a heavy inspiration for this game. It is the first fully-fledged game from Chilean developer Ace Team in 2009. Tonight, we are playing the PC game called Xeno Clash. Nice. What? As in, yeah. like, Xeno, like, Xeno, what was it, Xenophobia? Xeno, Xeno <laughs> uh, the term just means alien, Xeno. Uh, well, with right. an X, like xenophobe, xenophile, something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, um, that's that, that means alien. Mm. The All name right. sounds familiar, but I... 
I don't think I know the game. Xenoclash is a first-person fighting game in which you follow the story of Gat. And we're all going to get a chance to play this, but I'm going to have Fredo play first, and we'll just watch because there's a, some narrative in the beginning. It's a lot to take in, to be honest. So we're just going to sit back and observe for a little bit while Fredo tries it out. Uh, I will read over some of the game features found on the back of the box or the Steam page here while it's loading, though. Xenoclash is an action-fighting game set in a punk fantasy world. The game is played from a first-person perspective, and the combat is generally up close and brutal. Experience a deep storyline set in a fantastic world. Play the role of Gat, a man banished by his own brothers and forced to begin a desperate journey past the forbidden desert into the end of the world. The game makes full use of the Source Engine features, breathing new air into the fantasy game genre. The new close combat mechanics are also a deviation from a traditional action in the first-person genre that will feel fresh and new for veteran players. Some of the bullet points are engaging melee combat in first-person, fantastic visuals powered by the Source Engine, survival mode challenges, there's a deep storyline, uh, nope, we're not going to read it. It's just better to jump into it, to be honest. I did that, and my mind was blown, so <laughs> we're just going to do that. Also, it has bizarre weapons. Um, it features an unusual arsenal of eccentric weapons that are built from scraps and junk, as well as hammers and clubs. So, yeah, Did you beat it, Chris? I did beat the game in, uh, in one sitting, uh, which I'll... Oh, wow. Yeah. That's not to say it's super short or long, but I did do it in one sitting. <laughs> so did any of you know this game existed? Ever heard of it? Frank, you're saying you think you knew it existed? I, I, I don't know. I, the name sounds kind of familiar. But it's then funny I you should say that, art, Frank. And I'm like, I'm like nah, I don't think is, I know it. Hey, fr- is hey, the Frank? word Xeno yeah. used in other games? Xeno, uh, is it Xeno Cross a game? Xeno Blades and Xeno Cross is this. Xeno Blade, yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, it's funny you should say that, Frank, because you own this game. So okay, (laughs) I saw it in your Steam profile, and I'm like, is is it was he gonna do this game? Does he know exactly what this game is? Does he love this game? So I'm glad you don't know what it is. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I wish Um, I I told you when you bought games, so I could go to like when did when did I obtain this game? I I, maybe you can see when you bought it. Don't pull up the store the store page or anything now because yeah, at all lots of spoilers. I don't. That's the other thing. We have enough codes, and I don't have to give you one. Nice. Yeah. But how, how's the pitch for it sound? Okay. First person fighter, punk fantasy world using the source engine. I mean, it sounds it sounds better than cyberpunk. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. I think maybe it was the beta good. for cyberpunk or well, I guess cyberpunk <laughs> is the beta for cyberpunk. Or I mean, but. Also no, but cyberpunk is the beta, yeah. You know. You get some mishmash weapons. Obviously, I want to fight some aliens or you fight aliens. Oh yeah. I want to be an alien. Oh. And fight okay. aliens. All right. Or nice. humans as an alien. I'm not picking okay. that. Oh, you know what would be fun? To be an alien, fight some humans. Oh. You know, yeah, uh, this, I digress a Destroy bit. Destroy all humans. Yeah. One of my favorite games I ever played when I was a wee little lad was Stubbs the Zombie. Okay. Mm, yeah. You had to be a zombie against the humans. Great game. Great game. I think they just remastered it. I haven't tried it. But great game. And I don't know. I think it's underrated, man. We're always fighting the aliens. Why not be the aliens? It's, call, it's called Stubbs the Zombie and Rebel Without a Pulse. Oh, so <laughs> yeah. good. And Rebel if you know my uh, super lame, because I'm now 35 fucking years old, um, <laughs> Xbox, the thing that I came up with when I was like 15 years old is, uh, uh, oh God, what's it? Rebel with a Cause. Yeah, but is that, how is it? That's not based on Stubbs, is it? That's based on the James Dean no. movie. No, okay. it's based on it's based on James Dean oh, okay. Rebel without a cause, but I was oh, okay. Rebel w- with a cause. With yeah. <laughs> yeah, and your cause was like winning video games, man. It was so cool. And you did, and he and did. did. <laughs> and 
I did. <laughs> okay, nice. I think we're ready now. So, uh, Fredo, yes, feel free to fire this game up, and we will we will get to enjoy this. Okay, so we're treated to a giant <laughs> creature leaning over some baby creatures. Uh, we're seeing a cutscene of like a bar, and there's some different creatures, some humanoids, some more pig-like sitting at a bar. Oh, that's one tall thing. The big, the big bird thing is very tall. And he's mad. He's mad. Now this guy is... Oh, we're seeing a bunch of flashbacks is what it is. We got a heavy vignette around it. That's how we know it's a flashback. No. Color me intrigued. Oh, man. Okay. So the big bird thing just fell over. We're, we're blinking. We're... Like passed out or something? Sometimes you just have a heart attack. Hello. Oh. Dude, this is a good old fever dream. I love it. We're having a fever dream for sure. There's something with a very deep voice talking to us and chickens walking around. But we're chickens. And I can move. This is the tutorial. Frank, Frank, why you bought this game? You sicko. Yeah, you're sick, Frank. I, I, oh my god. <laughs> yep. If you look down and do your left click button, you do a kick. So he is training you right now to mm -hmm. kick chickens. Oh, he nice. wants you to do that? Yeah, he's teaching you how to kick. Yeah, dude. yeah so yeah. we're in a dream sequence where there's like, uh, I don't know, almost like tentacle bamboo trees in the background. And uh, Metamok is our teacher. There are health bars on top, like it's a fighting game. He's teaching Does he you how to arrow fight. through he's, his head. He talks in a voice like this. It's almost oh, wow. hard to understand him. It is. It's it's so deep. Right, so he's, he's learning to throw big hits, combos, dodge, block. Metamok in this fever dream is teaching us everything. When many attack you, I was a smoker for a long time. <laughs> Smoking's not cool. <laughs> <laughs> you think vaping's cool? <laughs> You will turn out like me, <laughs> training warrior, forever. Stuck training people in fever dreams. <laughs> Enjoying for it? now, from being a tutorial, looks good. Okay. Looks good. All right. For now. Freddy likes the tutorial. Yeah, I like it. So things aren't very clear, but you, you wake up from your fever dream after that first sequence we saw where the giant bird person was... Knocked back, killed, blown up. There's a bunch of bodies all around you, and you're running. It says father, mother's do children's are already coming. Yeah, do I have to fight a lady? Wow. We'll kill you. Oh wow. Everyone's right. mad because you beat up the bird guy. Yeah, and they call them. They call the bird thing father, mother. Oh, dude, and they have a Super Smash screen, like the Versus screen. It's beautiful. Birdman, yeah, Birdman in oh, the dude, background. I'm... Okay, okay, I'm punching. So, so when I'm you in, when you enter a fight, you get like the little uh, this person versus this person. <laughs> that was nice. The rice farmer hat came off when you punched her in the face. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Dude, I have to kill the bird. There you I'm go, sorry. Fredo. Yeah, dude. Oh. Dude, this is my new jam. Watching Fredo is actually super entertaining. <laughs> Dude, There's like a pig is, man with some this. really weird body proportions, right? Knock him off the ledge, Fredo. And here's the bird man. Or, yeah, yeah. I'm killing, I'm killing the pig man. 
Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> bird, yeah, you, oh. you gotta see that. Oh, Birdman! <laughs> Birdman went yeah. off the side of the bridge. Yeah, can you fly? <laughs> you beat up uh, a, a pig oh, man. What's going on? A pig man, a bird man, and uh, a lady with a rice farmer hat. You have a fever dream. I mean, they deserve it, okay? It's not my fault. Okay. Uh, you picked up a weapon that's like a... Oh. It's like a rifle wrapped in canvas and barbed wire, maybe? Or twine? You still are trying to kick What's more chickens, though. Yeah, what about killing this guy? I mean, what's the hate with the chickens in this game? Yeah, I the mean, tutorial Jesus. is just shooting chickens. Hey, hey, no! <laughs> yeah. yeah. What does he want you to do? Oh, it's, my. Dude, he rips the head dude, off the chicken, then it's, it's like skeet shooting. Dude, dude, what the fuck? Die, guy. Leave the chickens alone. Okay, oh, you have to so shoot it before no. it dies. Reload, so you're putting it out of its misery. Yeah. Fredo, make him stop. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna do it again, man. You gotta shoot the chicken. No, he he did shoot it again. the chicken. You gotta shoot the chicken. <laughs> uh, why'd you kill? Why are you even shooting this animal? <laughs> they, they they're the to. enemy. They must be. <laughs> Nothing indicated. <laughs> just threw the gun. Dog. I mean. <laughs> yeah, okay. It looks like dancing around. It's not even violent. It's a tutorial like Dude. the chickens. It's just teaching you how to kill animals. <laughs> it's literally yep. like Hi! Tom, it's called Xeno Clash, alright? The 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 yeah. aliens are gonna clash, alright? Yeah, but in this you all live together, so are you aliens? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god, the versus screen. Oh my god! Oh my god. <laughs> oh no. So they just shoved uh <laughs> I think her name's Andrea. Andrea, um, off the edge there. She, she took a fifteen-foot fall. Yeah, that's a big fall. Well, the language they're all using—they call each other brother, sister. <laughs> <laughs> well, not brother, sister, brother okay, or sister. You have to shoot him, Fredo. Okay, so yeah, yeah, I'm doing shoot this. Him until I'm doing headshots. Okay? okay. All right, Fredo's see. getting the hang of the. Uh, oh, someone's got a like oh. grenade launcher like yeah, weapon. Oh, no, oh yeah, Fredo, it looks bad. Up. It looks. It looks bad. Frito. It looks bad. Okay, give me a second. Give me a second. Yeah, use, the cover. Just... use the cover. Use the cover. Fredo, the guns okay. work when you shoot them, not throw them. <laughs> no, no, I gotta, I gotta oh, throw Frito. them. Okay. Oh, no. Okay, Frito. I see some oranges. Okay, okay, okay. No worries. Well, I'm fine. I'm fine. Okay. <laughs> no. They're just mad that you killed their pets. <laughs> uh, thing. In this situation, all I know so far is we were coexisting in a world. Mm -hmm. Uh-huh. And we angered a bird person. Now they're all mad about that. Killed him inadvertently. And it feels like right now we should be like fellow brothers and sisters. I don't know what uh -uh. the fuck's going on either. Try out your skull bombs, uh, Fredo. It's C to throw. Some of the intro of the plot here. The story takes place in a fictional fantasy world called Xenozoic and begins in a town called Hasseldom. Hasseldom. The game uh, commences with Gat, the game's protagonist, regaining consciousness after setting off an explosion which kills Father Mother, which is an ostensibly hermaphroditic creature which has raised a large okay. and influential family. Gat is one of Father Mother's children who turned on it after discovering its secret. Gon run Gat runs away uh, from the town, chased by brothers and sisters seeking to kill him and is banished by his family. He's accompanied by a female companion named Diadra who has saved Gat from apathy is what the plot said. I don't know if that's a right description to say she saved him from apathy, but saved apathy. him from death. Okay. We're okay. When you We're lack, okay. It's when you lack motivation to do anything. 
Apathy. <laughs> yeah, so she saved him from bored, apathy? Is what they were saying. She saved him from boredom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, the kick. The kick is so OP. <laughs> oh, once they're on the ground, dude, for sure. This is... Oh yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah when you have one left, now. that's what you do, man. You just kick them, <laughs> kick them all the way down. It's funny you decided to follow me. All right. Because, because cut scene here. I wasn't going anywhere. I was bored. I was so bored. Thank goodness you saved me. Oh well, no more fever dreams. Boo. I want my money back. <laughs> I'm glad you came, Deidre. Seems I guess he is apathetic. My turn His voice is very, very smooth and cool. It's uh, I think he's trying to do a Neo Keanu Reeves from Matrix. I'm sure of it. Uh, it's what I would do. Right, it reminds weapon. me of the guy who uh, was in Justified. What's his name? Oh, Timothy uh, yeah, Timothy Oliphant. Yeah, I love that guy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's so handsome. He's so handsome. <laughs> All right, you found your crossbow that has two rounds in it, like most crossbows. Fredo, why do you kill animals that don't attack you? Oh, you know you? what? I hadn't looked at the uh, art style of this. It is actually a crossbow with two separate pulls on it, one on the left and one on the right. Yeah. So that, that, it does explain it's a uh, two and round. Like faces, hey, like Tom, Tom, and I have to kill everything. I have to kill everything. I'm sorry, dude. <laughs> they're like, not that's my job. Those they're just, are holding the rocks they're on. Just they they spit habitat. poison at you. Yeah, they, they spit poison, so yeah. There is an achievement you know in this that? game for uh, one one spit poison at him. Yeah. There is an achievement in this game for killing every creature, uh, as far as like the animals, and that achievement name is animal cruelty. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, keep the crossbows. Wait, it seems more powerful. You should give it to your girlfriend. Yeah. No, she's not interested yeah, no. in weapons. She's interested yeah. in resolving apathy. <laughs> let's get yeah, right because her solution was let's go to the beach. <laughs> let's go to the beach or the woods. Oh, she does have a gun. She's shooting the yeah. kangaroo like thing too. So yeah, we found it's some green frogs. Now we found some like dodo uh, bird she... kangaroo like oh, wow. things. All right, well let's talk some about the developer of this game, Ace Team. They are three brothers from Chile. Andreas, Carlos, and Edmundo Bordeaux started doing mods for games together in 1998. The studio is named after their initials. Ace, as in Andreas, nice. Carlos, and Edmundo. They uh, were doing total nice. conversions of games. They did Batman Doom, which took Doom 2 and reskinned it and made it like a Batman-style game. And they also did a mod called Zanzan for Doom 2 and The Dark Conjunction for Quake 3. They were all pretty well-received, apparently, um, because they were contacted by a scouting agent, which I guess is a thing, uh, asking them if they were considered doing a commercial game. Um, they developed, started developing a game called Xenozoic Shattered Land. This was in 2002. Uh, they were building it on a game engine called Jupiter, but after a year they realized they were a bit too ambitious and production ceased. Two of the brothers started working for a company called Wanako Games and they developed mostly like casual games. Their biggest title appears to be a game called Assault Hero, which won uh, Xbox Live Arcade Game of the Year. Um, then they left that company in 2007 and got the old crew together, um, plus some new members from Wanako, and they began working on Xenozoic again. Um, and this time, Wait, their game of the year game, what was it called? Assault Heroes. You Why might have, I never even heard of that? I don't know. I mean, it might have been have like in a category. It looks Assault Heroes Wikipedia. It's a top-down. Put it on screen here, real fast. One game of year, huh? Yeah. That's weird. That, that's what they said on the wiki, but it got a 79 out of 100. Um, 
So <laughs> yeah, that's a lot. Maybe it was a it, bad it, maybe year. Maybe they were playing fast and loose with like the uh, the verbiage. It won game in that year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Game of. You've never heard of game of? Yeah, it's a great yeah. award. <laughs> yeah, it's one of the games of that year. <laughs> so as you venture out into I'm the done. forest. You have found some Corwids, mm-hmm. which are people who live among the forest, and they describe them as pursuing their own paths. And they look humanoid, but uh, different. They got faces and bolts and eyes sometimes. They make all kinds of moaning noises. I feel so bad noises. about hurting these. I mean, if they're different, they have to die. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> they're, no, they're living yes. their own life in the forest. Nothing about this seems justified so far. Like he literally, she goes in there and she's like, "Oh no, we're gonna have to fight them." And he's like, "No, they're just headbutting trees." And he walks they're in doing and he's their like, own no, thing. I'll kick their ass. I'll <laughs> kick their ass. That still makes sense, okay? Yeah, so we're fighting a bunch of corwits, right? Now. What did they do? They don't know about the whole. Mother, father. No, thing? they just started attacking you, though. They're just in the. Did they? Yes, they did. did they? Wait, that guy was knocked Why out. Why is everyone so violent in this I mean, society? The, yeah, Alfredo, this just story take makes them sense. While down. You were friends with the Corwoods. You were living amongst them for a while, and then you came back to father, mother. Mm-hmm. Is the plot? One of them mm-hmm. was Armenia. Huh? Yeah. Armenia peed on herself and starved what? to death anonymously. She starved and to death anonymously. What Armenia did. <laughs> because Corwids are not slaves of their needs, of evil or sleeping. That's an outfit. No. There was also Gabel. Gabel ate people, and that's just what he had to do. The Corwids are not slaves to morality or common sense. So if I were like Animasta, I would have let Gabel eat me. But okay, I didn't feel go. I had to be eaten. Okay, I'm These a, are just I'm people living their own truth, you know, the Corwids. Uh, if your truth is that you have to eat someone, then that's simply what you do. If your truth is that you pee on yourself and starve, then that's that's your own truth. He did say that, right? Yeah, no, that's, that's what he said. He starved, uh, peed on herself and starved anonymously. She did. <laughs> she did. Her covered by uh, Tape. Four black squares. I love how one of her moves is yeah. literally a spinning back kick. It's like that's an impressive, <laughs> like, like this is an impressive. She's not a slave move. to common sense or yeah. fighting skills. She can just yeah. do whatever she wants. So they began working on Xenozoic again and moved the game from the ID Tech 4 engine and then finally to the Source engine. They talked about what was problematic the first time they worked on it and looked at what was most important. So they decided to scale it back. Uh, In the original game, they had everything, skill trees, conversation trees, RPG elements, and it was just too much. It was too much for their small team. So what they decided was most important to them was the uh, environment, the unique character models, the facial modeling, the first-person fighting, and the the hand-to-hand combat, the melee combat. So they worked on it for a while and showed what they had to uh, Valve, and uh, they were pretty impressed, apparently, because they worked out an engine licensing deal, a distribution deal, and it was released on Steam uh, almost 12 years ago um, this month. So, yeah, it was released in uh, many countries in the Ultimate version, which is a slightly different, uh, I think it has a couple more things in the version we're playing. It was released on Xbox Live Arcade, Xbox 360 on March of 2010. So now he says Here, he, he meets Exometer, who is not something Oxometer that measures just your walks in a oxygen line without letting anything change his path. Oh, and oh yeah, this weird Oxometer. creature with giant plates on his feet. Oxometer just walks one direction, and that's just what Oxometer does. 
All right, well, as we have seen, the world of Xenozoic is very unique. In an interview with Game of Sutra, uh, Andreas answered some questions. He said, the punk fantasy world was because uh, personal interest in the team, and they wanted to stand out through innovation and using an art style not seen in today's games. He said, you can tell most competitive AAA titles are inspired by like Star Wars, Aliens, other blockbuster war-themed movies. Uh, punk fantasy was a great oh. way to stand apart. He says, many fantasy games tend to refer to a specific media when looking for a source of inspiration. Lord of the Rings is a common one, but our world is not about elves, orcs, or wizards. There's no clear separation between good and evil in our world. There's no state, no law, no authorities. It's just about, it's not about saving the world. It's a conflict in a family. Um, an inspiration, he referenced the work of John Blanche, who is a fantasy uh, illustrator, and as I mentioned earlier, Hieronymus Bosch's work also. Um, also, the Dark Crystal from Jim Henson and Frank Oz. The brother Edmundo is the art director and is mostly responsible for how the uh, the, the unique look in the game. I'm not gonna lie, I I love love the art style. Yeah, everything you just said is so true. Like, in no way is this reminiscent of any of like the most common tropes. It's a uh, fantasy. It's cool. Yeah. yeah, it's cool. Yeah, it's cool. It's super weird. Yeah. Yeah, I remember when I first started uh, getting into like fantasy games. I think the first one was I always mentioned like EverQuest. It's kind of it, it fulfills that typical like fantasy genre kind of game. And I remember I remember seeing Lord of the Rings for the first time and being like oh my god, this EverQuest isn't unique in any way. Like, everything's just mm. stealing from Lord of the Rings, and that's, when we think the fantasy yeah. genre, that's that's usually what it is. It's like Lord of the Rings-style um, fantasy, but this is what? Yeah, this is something else. And how many times in this game so far have we been like, whoa, it's weird. Like, <laughs> yeah. And that's, like, to be, well, I was joking earlier, to be 35 and be like, well, that's that's a weird character. That's a weird <laughs> thing you got going. That's pretty cool, man. Yeah. For you yeah. to come up with something like yeah. so crazy unique. Let's talk some about first-person brawlers. They aren't exactly unique. There are a lot of them. Um, they can feel they can feel frantic. Not too many of them uh, like the camera movement and all. Most most of them don't do it mostly with fists. This game focuses a lot on fists. I mean, it has weapons, but they they're kind of an afterthought. I found a list on Watch Mojo of what they said was the best first-person melee games. Um, any guesses what's on their list? First uh, not person this? mailing. GoldenEye just has a stupid hand, so Slaps. yeah, it's not, it's not, it's not a, yeah, it's lap, it's lap. Person. When I say melee, I don't just mean fists. I mean, you can, you can be a weapon. Yeah. A sword. Oh, what was, uh, chivalry? Chivalry's on the list, yeah. I, you're gonna say them, and I'm gonna hate myself. Yeah. I'm sure. The game that's been released on every single version, and they just won't create another, the next entry of it. Oh, Skyrim? Oh, Skyrim. Skyrim made the list. Yeah. Uh, they also have a game that we played together some, Tom, Dead Island. That guy's beating the shit out of you. Holy cow. True. Oh, True. Dead yeah. Island. Wait, so that means. Ah! What is it? Something dark, night? Dying light. Something about the dying light. Nah. Yeah. Okay, I, I got killed twice. Okay, this is hey, there's, this is there's guys, no I'm shame sorry. in this. There's no shame in this. Don't tell my mom. <laughs> Again. It, I think it's hard for games to like um, do first person fighting like this with fists. It doesn't usually feel smooth, but uh, I mean, it, it can get really complex. Like if you think about like fight night kind of games, like how like this stick controls your right hand, and this one controls your left hand. Like this is very simple, like in what the controls are, but um, yeah. it, it's fun. It's rewarding. Oh, and you can deflect. Okay. Yeah, if you time you it can perfectly. Kind of parry. Yeah, yeah. I like that. 
All right, so as I was saying, the reward this evening, I went full surrealism, and I think one of the most iconic surrealist things, uh, you might go to Salvador Dali and his most famous painting, The Perseverance of Memory, I think it's what I, call, I want to call it. Oh, it's a 3D sure. printed nice. uh, melting clock here, and Ooh. this was a pain in the ass to make, but it came out yeah. really well. Um, so yeah, you can see here, it sits on a ledge, and it hangs off the ledge. What? Ooh. Beautiful. Yeah, so that's going to be someone's. Persistence of memory. Um, so it was tricky um, to get the shape perfect and let it sit on an edge, but you, you just print it flat, and then you get a boiling pot of water, and you dunk it in there a few times, and you just slowly oh, shape so it just, to, uh, oh. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, it's funny, because I was going to say, it would have been probably easier just to bend it yourself. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah well, it was, yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, it'd be a bitch to print it at a 40 degree angle like that. <laughs> So we're still fetting Metamock, our, our fight teacher, and he has um, kicked up a bunch of mushrooms, and now you're having a hallucination, and you are fist fighting with hallucinations. Some more first-person brawlers that were on Mo Watch Mojo's list. They also have Shadow Warrior. They have ah. Far Cry Primal. They have Got Chronicles it. of Riddick Escape from Butcher Bay. Uh, oh, they have a true. game that I've seen you stream, Frank. Any guesses? Dream. Fortnite? No. Vermintide. <laughs> Vermintide. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Warhammer oh, Vermintide. Makes sense. Uh, Dying Light, as Tom said. And uh, despite what I think it was Fredo said, or maybe Frank said, uh, Xenoclash made their list. Mm. It made their list as a standout melee fighter. Oh, wow. Yeah. Beautiful. He's pretty neat. Yeah. They deserve it. And they didn't mention it, but uh, Dark Messiah of Might and Magic gets an honorable mention because um, the developers did say it was uh, a lot of their concepts were based on on this game um, or drew on the combat from this really? game. Dark Messiah, which I have pulled up on Twitch right here. Um, yeah, that is all first person, and it's a lot of like throwing magic fireballs and stuff. It's in the Might and Magic universe. So now you're fighting the real Metamock, still doing this fight sequence. Yep. The, the plot is that you left... The game opens with you killing Father Mother, and all the brothers and sisters are chasing you out of town. And you escape with Daedria, and she wants to know what happened, why did you do that, and what led you to that. And you're telling her that you lived among the Corwids, and you learned a lot of things. And she's like, is that why you had to kill Father Mother? And you're like, no, it's not that. We just, um, it's something I can't tell you why. It wasn't that you wanted to kill Father Mother either, it's just what happened, that you found out a secret that you can't tell her. And uh, now you're sort of doing flashbacks as you're going further into the world, and you're telling her about the things that you found along the way. Like you met Metamok here, who um, taught you how to be a better fighter. And now you are fighting him seemingly to the death. Hey, why did he kill himself? That's a great question. I th what he said, I believe, was when you've raised perfection, that is all. And uh, yeah, he picked up a skull bomb out of his sock, or out of your pocket, Ooh. held it up to his face, a... and he blew up. Oh, is this one of those guys, but he like runs into a thing he can't I, get through? I think there's only one oximeter, and we found him, and he ran into a pillar, and uh, he's stuck. Are you fucking telling me that wouldn't okay. have happened much earlier? <laughs> it finally happened. Walking in a straight line made him run into something. Like, I'm sorry, this world is <laughs> devoid of so many <laughs> yeah. things, he wouldn't eventually run into something. <laughs> All right, and the creatures in the desert. Oh, yeah, we're now in the desert. The Deidre, Deidre has, um, she's just waiting for us to bring her food back, and we found these giant elephant creatures, and they're huge. They're like 30 mm -hmm. stories, and um, they're all well, 30 stories. They're like uh, three or four stories, and uh, they're kind of stomping all around, but they're not really elephants. They're giraffe, giraffe, like giraffe elephants. 
with an anteater like. I have to kill him, Tom. Trump. I have no! to kill him. I'm sorry. They don't have to die. <laughs> So he said, so yeah, he was parkouring. So the blind assassin <laughs> uh, was standing there pointing his gun at the girl. Uh, she's sleeping, and he's like, Tell you what, if you meet me back at the giant monsters, I'll fight you there. He's, he just said, You can't hide from my squirrels. He said, You cannot hide from my squirrels. All right, so it looks like we have a boss fight set up here with this uh, the assassin standing on the head of a giant giraffe Oh, wow. Uh, Oh, that's like, a beautiful meet me shield. back at the ideal place for me to fight you. So he, he's in it for the sport of it, pew, and he's pew, tossing pew. you down a gun to you, so he's going to toss you the rifle gun that we've used before. So what he's doing is he is throwing squirrel-like creatures that have gunpowder barrels on their back. Uh, he's, he's throwing them at you. Ugh. They come down in a parachute. Yeah. Um, you can kick them, and uh, it stops them from detonating, or you can just shoot them. Oh, okay. Or they, they will blow up on you. Meanwhile, you're trying to dodge all these squirrels that are running around with bombs, and uh, oh. you're trying to shoot him on top of that elephant at the same time. The squirrel and when elephant, you get or shot, the oh, wow. drop uh, your gun. giraffe elephant. Yeah, whenever you get hit, you drop your gun. And the squirrels, oh, they're squirrely. Man. They move around. Yeah. There's like six squirrels on the ground at the moment, and it's hard to kick them. This game, weapons in this game. Um, there's not actually too many choices. We have seen piranha guns and the the piranha dual rifle. pistols this rifle there's the crossbow and i don't know if fredo actually oh fredo did have it very briefly it was hard to see what it was doing though it's like a grenade launcher gun um it throws oh, yeah. uh, skull bombs infinitely but it does it very slowly and then you've got your uh, your skull bombs and then then your dukes and your feet and that is all and the weapons the in this game so we have seen them all oh, and the, oh that's yeah, it? The, yep the uh, the bone sword yeah yep that's all the weapons Okay. Um, oh, that's kind of sad. Okay. Yeah, a little disappointing, maybe. I almost gonna get a, a flawless victory, so wish me luck. Wow. Yeah. What, what, Fredo? What? What did you do different this time? Uh, just he run a lot. I just that's run in thing. circles. Oh, you I just, was doing you're not laps. dealing with the squirrels at all. There you go. Perfect victory. Nice. So he's doing a flashback that he went to a, a place to find out why father and mother was spending so much time in this town and, and with certain people. And you're trying to get into a bar where father and mother spends a lot of time. And the door asks you a question. Uh, the door asks you a question like it's a riddle, and he's like, where does this bird reside? I do not know, because I am just a door. So it's less like a riddle and more like, <laughs> I'm a door that talks, and I don't know things, so please tell me. Yeah, I just want to learn. I'm a door yeah. that wants to learn. <laughs> uh, during their travels from Hasteldom, uh, God explains to Deidre that through partially interactive flashbacks, the events that led up to his attempt on father and mother's life, one of the things that he mentioned is that he lived for a time with the Corwids of the Free, the insane residents of the forests of Xenozoic. While he has turned away from his past life as a Corwid, his brothers and sisters still consider him as one. Gat still harbors a sense of admiration for the single-mindedness of the Corwids. Regardless, when he encounters them, a fight ensues. <laughs> Later, Deidre and Gat reach a large desert area where Gat returns from hunting rabbit-like creatures. He discovers a blind mercenary known only as the Hunter who points a rifle at Deidre's head while she sleeps. The Hunter reveals that he was sent after them by Gat's family and was instructed to kill Wait, both him and Deidre. Blind? He is blind. He's the one he mentioned briefly about he's a Corwid who must be invisible so he takes out anyone's eyes. So I don't know how you go about hiring this hunter, but that is the, the hunter that they mentioned earlier. Yeah, but he he is blind, so he gets on top of his animal. I think it's the same person. Yeah, and he, and ma then, he makes mention of 
like he doesn't need eyes to kill you. Yeah, he's very. He's just listening for you out there. Yeah, that's that's one of the coolest. And he sends out one of the coolest action tropes ever. What are you talking about? He sends out squirrels with bombs. Daredevil, the guy from Star Wars, uh, Rogue One. It's a cool trope. <laughs> yeah, he sends out the squirrels and he pinpoint shoots the barrels and the squirrels back. Yeah, that's how it works, Tom. Jeez, get over it. Anyway, Gat manages to defeat the hunter and leaves uh, with Deidre. Wait, why are we killing pets again? They're 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 sick yeah, on us. I have to. He's forced yeah, to. They're just hopping around. They're so cute. I haven't seen one attack uh, him yet. If, if you if you let them, they they eat your liver, man. Yeah. They just eat it right out of your belly. <laughs> okay. Fine. All right, you're goblin fighting King. Hey Arnold now, the Goblin King. Yeah. 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 Oh no, he's not. Heroin Arnold. <laughs> the game did have a bit of press because the other brother that we haven't mentioned much, Carlos. Um, he went around a few torrent sites and commented that the ACE team didn't intend to stop any unlicensed downloading of Xenoclash. She just encouraged people who downloaded it, if they enjoyed it, to buy it. Um, and it, it created some press attention for it. Later on, when asked about it, they said they probably wouldn't change their mind about copyright infringers. And it did accidentally generate some good press, which helped uh, market their game. So, you know, it's interesting. Unique take again from this company. So he was just like, hey, get it, even if you don't pass. Well, yeah, he just went to you know, Pirate Bay and was like, hey, so you got the you got the cracked version of the game here. If you, if you really enjoy it, download it. It helps us out. Um, and uh, enjoy. And yeah, so that, that created some positive buzz. All right, so he is opening the door. We're getting a hammer. All right, we're going through another door. He's led us to where Father Mother is, but they warned us. This guy's going to betray you. Nah, oh, look how all. cute Stop they it. are. Please don't <laughs> kill them, Fredo. Oh, there's Fredo. lots of little piggies. <laughs> Fredo, don't oh, kill them. Dude. They're so cute. I have to kill them all. No, you. All right, here we go, running up to Father Mother. Oh, and there's an elephant man, a new new character model. God, why did you bring him here? It's my baby. Don't let him get near my babies. <laughs> Oh, 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 oh. So that's oh, the first dude. time we've heard Father and Mother speak, I think. It's and, weird because he was also very like, ah. Yeah, Wait, he was what? like, we're in a fight? He was terrified of us when he saw us, and now we're fighting this elephant man that the that uh, Father and Mother was talking to. Also, Father and Mother had like a human baby, I think, uh, or, or some kind of baby in its shroud that it tucked into its shroud when it was afraid we would hurt it. All right, some more about, uh, so we just heard Father Mother speak, and it's a very unique um, creature, first of all. Uh, you want to take a stab at describing what it was, Tom? Frank? Uh, I, I would describe it as mo mo kind of a bird-like, long, kind of like pelican, but longer-esque. Okay. Creature? I, I, that's can you do really better? All I can got. you do better than that, Frank? <laughs> No, that's fine. <laughs> a hu it was humanoid. Yeah. Tall human. Right. It had it was a bird face. It was face, bipedal. Right? Yeah. Oh, uh, kind of like almost like um, like plague doctor esque looking. Okay. Sorta. Oh yeah. Yeah. Feet. I I like that. Like bird, I like that. Very tall, lanky. It has a yeah. It looks kind of gothic. It has a shroud around it. Yeah, and it talks in a. I mean, we only heard one clip of it talk, but it's it's pretty cool bad guy. Well, I mean, seemingly bad guy. Someone we killed. We don't really know. 
um, voice. It's it's like a double, dual-layered voice with a male and female voice talking at the same time. So on Father Mother, the Game of Sutra article asked about the character Father Mother. Andreas said that the character design was actually pretty late in development, uh, or was added pretty late in development. Uh, in one of the early versions, there was a scene with a dark bar, and there was a character in the shadows that looked like Father Mother, okay, uh, a bird-like creature, and it was sitting at a table with a baby, uh, like a little infant. And in the playtesting reaction was, oh no, it's going to eat that baby. And they were surprised by that because that was not That's the intent, and they thought it'd be good to kind of have the monster defy that concept and have it be a uh, attached to family kind of um, character, that it's a father-mother character. So while it is horrifying at the moment, we don't know what it is. It's, um, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's more of a fatherly figure, this terrifying creature. Since Xenoclash, Ace Team went on to make a game you've probably heard of somewhere uh, called Rock of Ages. Um, uh, it's a tower yeah. defense racing video game, is how it's described on Wikipedia. I, I wasn't really familiar with it. I'm sure it's the only game in that genre, though. Tower defense racing game. I watched some videos of it, and it's pretty unique. It's got like a Monty Python animation style to it. And um, yeah, it's essentially you, you're defending your tower, and there's another castle, and bad guys are running at you, and you use a rock with a face on it that you control, like kind of a Katamari. Is that the name? Uh, no. What's that called? Katam not Katamari. What am I thinking of? No, I, I honestly think you might be nailing it. So, yeah, the one where they're going Katamari around Katamari Democracy. Earth. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like you control the ball and you want to run into things. So you control the Rock of Ages and you run into other castles and blow other people up. Oh, yeah, yeah I've seen that face before, yeah. The Rock, yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, they, they went on to develop that. It's uh, pretty successful. It received mixed to favorable reviews, and they also released Abyss Odyssey, which is a platform action-adventure game based on Ch Chilean mythology, uh, receiving mostly positive reviews, and then a game called Deadly Tower of Monsters. It's based on a sci-fi movie of the same name from the 50s. It's a top-down sci-fi shooter, and that received mostly positive reviews. And then Rock of Ages 2, which has very positive reviews on Steam, then a game called Soul Seraph, which is like a religious angel defense-style themed game, but also has a second play style it's a 2d more traditional 2d platforming then they did uh, a third rock of ages in 2020 and a game called eternal cylinder is coming out this year from them that's uh it looks pretty cool oh. wait um, is that the one with the aliens it is i was gonna put it up on stream I, here i saw a really long um review of it and oh, it, really? it looks super cool yeah it looks like a very unique game i have it up here on uh they have a beta open and it for looks it now beautiful all right so oh, okay. we're gonna pause here um, and we're gonna watch some cutscenes. Okay. You are at the edge of the world, though. So this character here is sitting on the throne uh, with uh, electricity going through him. He's got like a bird-like neck kind of that comes out. It's all painted black. Humanoid face, though. Really buff, triangular form. You can call him Gollum. He looks like a WWF fighter. Yeah, he thought it was going to be a boss fight, but he's coming with you. And he says, we have to go back to Halstum. Um, you're going to have me with you, and uh, I'm going to help solve this problem. There's nowhere to go from here. Deidre like, it would be nice to go back. So you take this long boat ride. You find out that he's very much like a godlike character, that um, someone put him there to wait, uh, but they've been dead for a long time. He knows everything about you. He knows how to set things right um, with the terrible land of Halstum. We're fighting the assassin again. He came back. And this is the end where he, like, scripted defeats you. And, uh, cutscene. Oh. 
even though you beat him, even though I beat him without getting hit. It's a scripted defeat. <laughs> the, the blind guy. The blind guy with the crab on the back of his head. That's the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, Go what? Gollum steps in, scratches him. No. And when Gollum gets hurt, we get hurt. Everyone gets hurt. Interesting. Oh, is Gollum no. all of us? What does it all mean? Enough. Is that father mother? So father mother's alive. We did kill father mother. Oh, father yeah. mother does have the eye patch from Follow Always Sunny. Um, that one of the uh, <laughs> uh, what are their names? The brothers <laughs> use when he loses his eye. It's like an oh. eye patch, and he draws oh, the eye on. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so it just game, it just guys. finished off father mother, and we are about to walk into the end game. Oh my knees! Oh come on! No. This is a problem. Never changes. Behind you! Oh, we just got clobbered by father and mother. Oh no. It's so annoying when you lose in cutscenes. <laughs> We're like, no, I didn't. I did so good. <laughs> oh wow. Oh, man. That's crazy. Yeah, so Gollum <laughs> yeah. bent and broke its wrist so that um, you could you could uh, step in and save yourself. I guess you broke it broke everyone's wrist. So we pick up the hammer. We're walking over to Father Mother. You could either tell my secret Do it. or destroy Do it. me. I'm glad you didn't tell my secret. I'm not going to tell. And I'm not going to kill you either. I do consider you my father and mother. <laughs> you just have to stop doing what you do. Oh, wow. With the children. Cat wouldn't tell you father mother okay. has a secret, but I will. Things are going to change here. Ooh. Father mother is neither your father nor your mother. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> it's the classic. Ch Chilean cultural tale of the giant bird monster that steals babies and replaces them with pigs. <laughs> I don't know how we didn't swap. spot it sooner. Yeah, so the lady with the pig that we spotted, yeah, she, uh... Okay, and then it shows some figure in all black with some sort of crown from a far-off distance where he also has a Rubik's Cube looking through a telescope and roll credits. <laughs> what? Oh, oh beautiful. That's oh unending. My God. What? So that is Xeno Clash. What? Bravo. Yep. Bravo. Yep. Oh Bravo. Masterpiece. Uh, so it's a pretty straightforward plot when you get down to it. Um, from Wikipedia, just reading <laughs> reading over the um, descriptions they gave for the plot. Upon Gat's return to the city, he's confronted by his angry brothers and sisters once more. After his confrontation, a heavily wounded father mother reveals itself, showing it's still alive. It declares another fight with Gat to end the strife once and for all. A ferocious battle ensues in which Gat defeats father mother once more. With father mother at his mercy, he decides neither to kill it nor reveal its secret. However, Gollum discloses the secret anyway, that father mother is actually a male creature that steals babies from their families. It's revealed that Gad, upon inadvertently learning this, was chased out of town by Father Mother in an attempt to protect his secret. The game ends after Gollum makes several cryptic statements about their world and family. Yeah. Wowee. So, uh, a little while afterwards, the developers did 
make an update that provided uh, all their character models to to the Gary's Mod engine. So you can put all these characters in Gary's Mod very easily, which is terrifying. Uh, they made a Xeno Clash two. Um, four years uh, four years later, they they did develop a Xeno Clash oh. two that is actually a lot more open world. Um, it's not as um, like mission driven as as this one was. This one was linear. Um, you do this fight, you do this fight, but this one you kind of wander around the world a little bit more. And they put in more of those aspects of their original game, um, Xenozoic, that they were talking about the RPG elements and stuff. Um, and more creatures, which are horrifying now that I'm looking at them. Um, featherless birds and uh, yeah, lots of lots of big fights. So I don't want to give the plot away too much because it it's interesting. The story? It absolutely does. It's Gat that you're playing as. And the setup is that Gollum has established a rule of law in the previously lawless land. Father Mother is jailed for, you know, Father Mother serial, fear of serial kidnapping. <laughs> yeah. Gat meets a sister named R- Rimat, and she's mad because Father Mother's locked up and wants to kill Gollum. Gat is mad because he's an anarchist, apparently, and wants things to return to as they were. Uh, so he, they're in it together. And the surrealism commences as you travel across the planet. It's also a first-person brawler, as we're looking at. So they want, hey, Father Mother, keep stealing kids? Yeah, I mean, uh, it's, it's, it's still <laughs> yes. your father-mother, except that it's not. So I, I don't know. Right. I haven't played the game. Yeah, so but you're going it's, against uh, Gollum in the second game? He's the final boss, I guess. I haven't spoiled it for myself. So I do want to play it. I, I want to play it. <laughs> you play enough Final I mean, Fantasy look, games, I mean, you start thinking that you can beat God. You, know? you hit him, you hit yourself. <laughs> exactly. That's true. How do you defeat Gollum if you if everyone yeah. is Gollum? Good point. Um, yep. It has an arena mode that lets you play uh, as the rock from Rock of Ages. <laughs> and uh, Xenoclash uh, <laughs> 2 has mixed reviews. I'll give you that score now. Maybe it'll shape your thinking. It got a 61 out of 100 as we move on to the review section. The Metacritic score of this game, which is an aggregate of critics' reviews scoring 0 to 100. Any guesses what this game got? I will say... 70 out of 100. 70 out of 100 for Fredo. Frank, yeah. what do you think? I don't know. I, I feel like it should get higher, but it may have gotten lower. I'm, I'm going to go 78. 78. All right. I'd, uh, 75. 75. Okay. So we got 75 from Tom, 78 from Frank, and 70 from Fredo. The actual score oh, no. of this game is 77, making Frank oh. the closest. Wait, what? Yeah. Oh. What were the scores? He said 78. Right, 78. It was actually a 77. Right. Yeah, yeah, he said it. Son of a bitch. Yeah, he said it. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, the user score was uh, right on the mark as well, 7.8. Uh, so that would have been right on where wow. Frank was. This is one of the higher scoring games we've done. In fact, it has several yeah. awards, uh, including PC mm-hmm. Indie Game of the Year and Independent Game Festival finalist for Excellence in Visual Arts. It was number 62 in Best PC Game of 2009 and 31 Most Discussed Game of 2009. So if you're thinking, wait, this is garbage game night. It's not garbage. Well, I found this game on a list about the weirdest <laughs> video games or weirdest endings I don't remember. And regardless, it's a bargain. I picked it up for two bucks and you hadn't heard of it. And that's what this podcast is about. We're, we're digging through the bargain bin and sometimes we found some treasures or something forgotten and uh, we're giving them a second chance so uh, let's hear what the spectrum of what the critics said about this game though um, so I'm going to send out some reviews and you guys can read them okay so this review is by Ace Games so Xenoclash is a sterling example of how to make a game 
graphics, sound, and gameplay merge perfectly to make this more of an experience than just a game. Ninety, ninety out of hundred. So I cannot agree more. High praise. Ninety out of hundred. What you got, Frank? Yep. This is from multiplayer.it. Xenoclash is an atypical budget game. It's absolutely a good game with beautiful visuals, and above all, is very amusing to play. His close quarter combat system is so well devised, it makes you scream. I want more <laughs> after the game's over. Oh, it's so good, it makes you scream. <laughs> I want more after the game over screen. <laughs> 85 out of 100. 85 out of 100. And Tom, for a lower scoring one, what you got there? I uh, I don't see the, the name. Am I missing it? Absolute Games. Oh, I must have cut it off. It's Absolute Games. Oh, it is absolute games. Yeah. Um, so, on the other hand, said crazy looking landscapes, unusual color combinations, and grotesque characters fill the odd word of Xenozoic. All this stuff could have made for a cool screensaver. <laughs> Unfortunately, they crammed it into an action title. The result is a short, sluggish, boring game which loves to show off its novelty instead of entertaining the player well, that was your that was your neo your Keanu. <laughs> that was my that was yeah well it's my gat my your, gat. your gat oh yeah that's yeah that's gat i'm sorry gat came before keanu obviously even though it doesn't matter but it came before we all know it came before all right and GameSpot, uh, maybe the most well-known reviewer here but they they didn't necessarily the love it they gave it a 65 the GameSpot. they gave it not GameStop. <laughs> GameSpot. they gave it a 65 out of 100 they said xenoclash is surreal and relentlessly bizarre but sheer weirdness takes this first person brawler only so far so didn't love it 65 out of 100 but some high praise we heard from the other ones um and like i said uh Came out to 77 out of 100 on Metacritic. Uh, but we've heard from the critics, kind of a, a mixed bag a little bit. Uh, what about the people? Um, this game has a very positive review on Steam with 87% re uh, recommending. So I'm going to wow. send out a few of these again. From Gray Ganado on Steam. If you always wanted to punch a four-breasted anthropomorphic rat in the face, this is the game for you. <laughs> recommended. Nice. Okay, that's, that's a great review. <laughs> Beautiful. Frank. Garakochi on Steam says, do you want to kill a blind, weird-looking creature with the dead crab attached to his <laughs> occupant while, while he is standing on the head of a giant giraffe elephantish creature and throwing you squirrels with bombs on their back? Well, then buy this game. Recommended. Yeah. Pretty straightforward. <laughs> and Tom, what you got? All right, see if you can guess this one. So we got Big Beef Tomatoes on Steam says... A slice of life, <laughs> story about parents, children, <laughs> and the, rela <coughs> the relationships we've all had in life. Yeah, it's a relatable story. That's what this game is. <coughs> uh, yeah, so, 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 so some from the people. Uh, but what about our scores? It's uh, time we gave this game a score it deserves using our Garbage Valley score system. So our scoring... System here is a little bit unique. Anyone can rate a game on a 0 to 10 scale, but that leaves little appreciation for games that are so terrible they're enjoyable. So as you've normal got your masterpieces, that'll get you a 10. Uh, as games get worse, they get closer to 0. But on our scale, we keep going all the way to negative 10. Once a game's in the negatives, it starts getting more enjoyable again. So a negative 10 is giving you just as much enjoyment as a positive 10. And a 0, that's in the valley. It's just an absolute waste of your time. So where would you put this game on a scale? Is it a good game or a bad game? 
uh, and what what kind of enjoyment does it get? Um, I'm mixing this up a little bit. Um, we're, we're just going to kind of do like an open discussion about the about this game all together, so we don't do you know like uh, long soliloquies about um, about what we think. So we're just going to go section by section, um, and and just yeah talk about talk about what this game does right. So from the original pitch to what they produced. Uh, what do you think? Trying to make a punk fantasy game that stands out. It's not not Lord of the Rings fantasy. It's 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 not like things that you've seen before. What do you guys think? Done. <laughs> check. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Check. 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 Yeah. It's it's weird, right? Yeah. Uh, the creature design and stuff. I mean. Uh, yeah, but you know what else it is? It's it is cohesive. Yeah. Like, like it doesn't feel like oh they're just winging it and they made this weird thing and all they decide to do is be crazy like when you see enough of the game you're like oh it fits this world they created this this world yeah there there is a whole world right yeah i think that always impresses me like and that makes a big difference between a a cheap game and like a well thought out game Uh, like something really surprised me about tomato way is like holy cow there's a whole lore behind this like in tomato way one is like he it was just like the tip of the iceberg about this whole other universe that he had already created so yeah for this they had a whole world that they that they were just showing you a part of it felt like which makes the game so much more enjoyable yeah it's like uh at no point are you like oh they bought this asset from some library you know what i mean (laughs) Yeah, it's like, yeah. No, all, all the everything here was made for this game. There's no uh, if fans or buts about it. Even yeah. you know the way people move and stuff. It's like it's like they didn't use any any pre like done mocap stuff. It's like it's all pretty unique to this game. Yeah, yeah. Actually, some of the some of the I guess first person brawlers that do have a certain like brutality to them. Um, I mean, just like you feel like you're in someone's face punching them. But uh, it, it actually reminded me of how it feels to be playing some of the VR games like Gorn or. Um, Oh yeah. What's the other one? Like super hyper realistic one where you um, do sword oh. fights and magic and stuff. Uh, I was. It doesn't oh, have yeah. a very catchy name, but oh. but it, it feels like mm. it, it's so brutal. It's rough that you're getting up in their face. You're like, I don't really want to stab this woman, <laughs> but it, it feels like that level of mm-hmm. brutality. Yeah. So that I mean, it, it, it works on that level for sure. What do we think was the? Was there anything that didn't work? Was like the worst part? You wish they would have done more of, or uh, was frustrating? I just feel like mm. the weapons don't. Like the the guns, especially like these the guns he's using yeah. right now, like they're almost useless to me. I Little water like. pistols, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 You cannot do a thing, but you know, kicking them is uh, is so pleasant. So I will say, take out the guns. I don't care about the guns. I mean, if I can <laughs> kick everything, I mean, when I kick those pigs, I feel so good. <laughs> so yeah, I, I don't see the point. I don't see the point of the guns on this thing. Yeah, I think yeah. I think they kept. They probably added the guns, and they were pretty powerful. But then they realized, like, oh, they're kind of OP, so they kept scaling down the damage until it becomes a thing. It was like, well, I might as well not pick them up. I might as well just go in and and punch everyone. It it, it is weighted very uh, to reward you for using the 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 melee for sure. Da, da, da. The plot. What do you guys think? The typical Chilean parable, you know, <laughs> <laughs> that we're all familiar with. Yeah. That we all know. Yeah, yeah. Oh yes. yes. I mean, the it's it's honestly it's it's super interesting. I, I think it leaves uh, a few questions, and in I don't know. I feel like in cinema with movies where I'm expecting where if you leave questions where I'm like, okay, this is uh we're gonna get a sequel. Mm-hmm. Whereas in video games, I feel like that happens with less frequency like sometimes you have a uh, a weird video game it doesn't hit and they're not going to make it you know yeah so t- there's a lot of questions like like the whole thing with golem you know that he can 
when he hurts himself, he hurts everyone else. Like, what? What, uh, well, what yeah, was that? What is that? What is that? <laughs> Am I supposed to what do like a, a high school uh, level analysis of symbolism about what it all means? I could. But <laughs> right. And, and he said, like, we can go there and I can end all conflict. Mm-hmm. And it's just very interesting, like, uh, you know, what, what he means by that. I don't know. There, there's a lot, a lot that's very interesting here. And But I feel juxtaposed with the idea of just like, oh, he steals kids. Seems very simplistic. I feel like I'm all over the place. It's super unique, and but I wish it was a little... They tied those threads together a little bit more. I feel like sometimes mm-hmm. with being weird, they decided to like not fill in the gaps. Yeah. So that's kind of my complaint with that. Okay. Yeah. But, um, what are your things about the, the graphics? And um, Freighter, you're the only one who had a hand on the controls. I guess I'll ask first, uh, Freighter, how did the controls feel? Because that, that can be hard to do right, a fighting game like this. It can give you too many controls sometimes it can not feel bad um how did it feel yeah no uh, for i mean the tutorials were like uh i mean at the beginning i'm like okay this is this is stupid i mean it's just click and Mm -hmm. just run over them but it got so complex uh, when i was playing it that i think i think it it, it gives a lot of value to to the gameplay and uh, that you can block and you can dodge and you can dodge and and punch and you can go back and the super punch. I mm-hmm. mean, I think I think they had they went all in and and you can see it. But uh, definitely, I mean, uh, uh, control wise, I think uh, they did a great job on it. Cool, cool. Um, graphics comments, anyone? Seems like it, it's fine for 2009, yeah, yeah. right? It seems like yeah. it holds up still. Yeah, 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 totally. Yeah, totally. I, I was I never felt like oh this game is 10 years old. You know, it. I, I think the. I don't want to say the the sci-fi nature of it covers for it or anything, but that's that's certainly not where your attention is. You know, it's like I'm not like oh, there's no bloom effects. You know, it's a it, it's mm-hmm. it's a super weird, unique game, and um, yeah, they the, they leaned into the graphics. They knew that that would work well as it was a small team developing this, and so I guess one more part about uh, I usually have a note we talk about for like different game modes and stuff. Um, if, Fredo, if you still have the game open, you can. Or if anyone has it else and hasn't installed, you can you can launch it just to look at what the you can go into the challenge mode just so we can see what it looks like. I like that Mortal Kombat Tower or whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's a the hell it is. It's a yeah, Mortal Kombat Tower. That's the challenge mode. You can pick what level you want to start on. So yeah, the, the challenge mode is just you're in a tower. Yeah. So uh, and then you just go on to the next level and you see how long you can survive. Oh wow, there's a whole swarm of the kangaroo things. So. Fredo can kick as many animals as he wants. So, okay, so that we have we have this level uh, or this mode and the main story mode. So, as far as replayability goes, um, what do you guys think? You think this has like s- some sustainability? I don't, I don't know about replayability, but then when I think of most first-person shooters that don't have a multiplayer, I feel like you play the campaign yeah. once and then you're done. Sure. But is that so bad? I don't think so. Yeah. I think it depends on the price of the game, right? So, um, yeah, I mean, you got to get your money's worth out of it, but... um, Yeah, how long did you say the campaign of this was? So I beat the entire game in, I want to say, three hours. Yeah, I always use movie. So if you think of, like, going to the movies, uh, I always think that it's, like, ten bucks-ish around there, Mm -hmm. you know, for an hour and a half, which means that this should have been, like, a $20 game. Sure, sure. You know, so uh, for $60, if it came out at, at that, I'd be pretty upset. I feel like with being over and not having, I feel like, that much more to explore. Yeah. Yeah. When we think of like Halo or other really successful shooters, it's because they're multiplayer. So this game was yeah. also released, like I said, on Xbox Live Arcade. 
and I was hoping to find the prices that for that too. Um, it is ten bucks right now. That's that's the <laughs> price of it. Um, so Xenoclash one, and it was on sale for two fifty a few uh, a week ago or so, and that's when I picked it up. Yes, I mean, I personally, I, I loved how weird this is. Like I said at the start, I wish like more games were stretching the imagination because it's a video game. You can do whatever the hell you want. It's so easy to create like a humanoid figure. Um, I mean, these are kind of humanoid, but like, you know, uh, another like military shooter or something. Um, and like, uh, you got to kill the the Nazis. Um, but, you know, give me something weird in a, in a, <laughs> in a sci-fi setting like this. I'm much more interested. The I love the design of the surrealism. It's not just... It's not just a like a pig plus a man, and you got pig man. No, it's it's like it's weird. It gets weird with it. Uh, it's got to have udders, and it's got to have these weird voices. And father mother is such a weird okay. figure too. It's the voice doubling. It's haunting. It's yeah. It's uh. It, it makes you feel uneasy as you're you're walking through the plot. So I really yeah, I really enjoyed it. So all right, let's go through and talk about our scores then. Uh, negative ten to positive ten. What do you guys think? What do you give it, Tom? What you got? I. I can't. I cannot say this. This is a a bad game that I had fun with. Mm-hmm. I think they went to go out of the box and they did it. And I love, like you said, I think I love that that they went out of the box. And oh, seven point five is what I'm gonna say. Wow, seven point five. Just like you no. guessed with your Metacritic score. Okay, and <laughs> that's a seventy five. All right, Frank, what do you think? You cut out what? Oh yeah. Am I back? What? You're back. Am I back? <laughs> yep. You're back. Am I back? Yeah. Can you hear us? Yes. <laughs> no, I'm just, no, just fucking with you. Uh, okay. I, uh, Fredo, what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> no, go, Frank. I, uh, go, Frank. Come on. I, I really, you know, I didn't really play it. Mm. So it's, you know, that part or whatever. I don't know, but I, I enjoy the energy of the game. I enjoy how you unique it, it is. I do own it. Apparently, I've owned it uh, for, uh, what did I say, <laughs> 10 years now, I guess. I've owned it for a it's decade. All the, it's all the way I at never, the bottom, you know? <laughs> you scroll yeah. through your Steam library, you never make it to Z. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, but I knew the name somehow because I bought it, apparently. Um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, but I, I, I think it's a very unique game. I, I think for the price, well, we'll just even say $10, you know? And it goes on sale all the time. You can see it, it's on sale all the time. Mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, for the amount of time and fun you could have in it, just the absurdity of things, it's a lot of fun. I'm going to give it an eight, a positive eight. Positive eight. All right. Uh, Fredo, what do you think? Okay, definitely uh, I had my doubts because of the past experience that I had the, here on this podcast. <laughs> but, I mean, this is, this is yeah, no, I will say this is like the third time that I play a game. Yeah, no, this is the third time that I come, and yeah, this is like the second time that I play the game. And I mean, I gotta admit, uh, it caught me by surprise that it was it was good. I really liked it. Uh, you know, the graphics it, for the time, what they were pretty good. Um, and the gameplay was, was pretty good. And actually, I'm really thinking about finishing the game on my stream. Yeah, yeah go for it, man. I, I, <laughs> yeah, I, I had fun. I had fun. And, and yeah, no, I'm going to give it um, a, a positive nine. Oh, wow. A nine. Wow. It was, it was, nice. It was that fun. Great. It was that fun. Yeah, yeah and I, I do encourage you guys to try it out because I was very impressed by the fighting mechanics. Like, it feels pretty good. Like, it, it does. it's not like, oh, I'm stuck in this animation, aside from when you're reloading. But, like, the, the punching, it, it yeah. like, you don't you don't hate it. Um, yeah, it, it's, they like put a lot of work, I think, into making it feel pretty smooth and stuff. And, uh, 
yeah, I, I, I really didn't, like I said, I beat it in one sitting and I, I wasn't, I was tired, but I was enjoying it and I wanted to, I wanted to see, play it out. Yeah. Yeah. So about two and a half, maybe three hours to, to go through the game. I think I did it on the, the middle difficulty mode and I died a lot in the beginning. I just kind of get in the hang of, of reading the, the movements of the characters and stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I gave a little bit of my feedback about how much I love the surrealism of it, but I, I got to agree with you guys. I'm, I'm like at, uh, I'm at eight, so yeah, I mean, I think overall that's definitely our highest rated game, maybe. I can't remember how high Tomato Way got, but yeah, it's, that's really high. I wasn't here for that, but it's that's definitely the highest rated game I've been here for. Yeah, yeah, so there you go. A good game. A good game night. Wow. There you go, guys. Nice. Yeah, we, we found one that, that people weren't that aware of, and it was a bargain, so yeah, it sometimes it's the way the, the garbage crumbles, you know? Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, there's one more thing to do. We have to uh, give a uh, award. The melted uh, let's clock. See. The melted clock. The <laughs> Salvador Dali clock, which we have right here. I'll pull it up on stream one more time. It's Where hard. There wasn't it? too much uh, extracurriculars with this one. No, there wasn't, and I wasn't sure quite what to do with it. Um, Could have asked <laughs> us, you know, name this surrealist artist that we couldn't that's, have known. That's the actually a really good idea. Hold on a second. Give me no, one second. We, no, we we're gonna get them all wrong. Way. It's either Salvador Dali or we don't know. <laughs> that, no, no, no. This is what, this is what I'm going to do. Um, what do you okay. think the name of this? I, I said it. What is the you name know, of this first it. painting? You said. Uh, it might have said it on the tooltip. I just moved it away. Yeah. You, uh, oh, melting. No. The, yeah, I didn't. The, I didn't was it something like it. The Persuasion Godly of Time? Delights? The what, the, Frank? The Persuasion something of Time? Something Delights? Uh, Ooh, pretty close, Frank. Half a point. Expression of Delights? Expression of. No, you're thinking of the Hieronymus Bosch painting. If you can name the Hieronymus Bosch painting, you also get a point. The, was that not the dancing, godly delights? Dancing in, in the moonlight? All right, Frank, I'm going to give you the point for uh, the, the time. It is the uh, persistence of time oh, is, is the name of that one. The Hieronymus Bosch painting is, that's the Garden of Earthly Delights is what that is, Tom. No points for you. Uh, I said delights. Half a point. You get half a point. Uh, what do you think this one would be called? The one with the tigers. It's a very famous painting Eddie had that one right in his bathroom. He did. The, yeah. the persistent growl. Um, Tiger King. I dream Tiger of King. big cats. Okay, you were so close. It's called <laughs> Dream Caused by the Flight of a Bee Around a Pomegranate a Second Before Awakening in 1944. What do you think I'm this... I'm glad he's dead. What do you think this next one is called? <laughs> uh, I think it's Lobster the, Call. Lobster Phone. Lobster, lobster Ring. Phone. Lobster Phone. Uh, ring, 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 for ring, 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 Lobster Telephone. Prawn Claude. Uh, lobster phone. I said lobster phone. Fredo, you, sir, are in the lead. Uh, you have five points, so you have wow. won yourself the Dolly uh, Persistence of Time clock. Congratulations. You can send that on yes. anywhere, anywhere you like, and it can hang off ledges yes. and remind you that uh, time, it doesn't stop. And uh, Oh, wow. It just melts. It just melts. It just melts. Oh, man, Slipping I'm away so from glad, all yeah. of us. Maybe, maybe we'll check out Xenoclash 2 at some point. Again, that one was less well-reviewed because um, some of the reviews for that game said that they they didn't take the idea of Xenoclash any further, which seems like a bit of a bummer. It's like if the game, like I was watching the gameplay of it, still seems super weird. Like if that was the yeah, first look, one to come good. out, would it have gotten weirder or better reviews because it was more fleshed out and it just got not knocked because it wasn't uh, as creative, it wasn't breaking new ground. So, uh, who knows? But I think probably worth checking out. So, so definitely, we all recommend Xenoclash. Xenoclash.
clips in this podcast were used in compliance with the U.S. copyright fair use exemption for criticism and commentary. Garbage Game Night makes no claims to ownership over any games played and has no affiliation with any developer or publishing company. For additional references on cited articles and quotes, check our episode-related blog at garbagegamenight.com. Or if you have a comment about the game we reviewed or have a suggestion, drop us a line.